Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 39. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike Crunchy Jams Lopez. <laughs> That's so crunchy. My jams. <laughs> yeah, he's got some crunchy jams. And David Jumpin' Jacks Tate. Oh, right, because in <laughs> Destiny, I'm fond of doing the Jumpin' Jacks. And, Destiny. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Can you jumping jack there too? I'm sorry, not Destiny. The division. Oh, I was thinking I, the division. I, yeah. I understand totally. your confusion because they're the same game. It's the uh, same exact game. Yeah. You know, you you need to play a little more of the game before you can decide that. Okay. Oh. Let's talk about it later. <clears throat> um, All right. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the wonderful introduction, Adam Funga Redding. <laughs> Funga. <laughs> Anyone know that's from? I think that's Adam knows. A Super Mario RPG, right? It sure is. Okay. Um, it's been way too long. I don't remember that. The reason I bring it up is because I'm I've been thinking about buying that game on the virtual console and playing it, it again. You should. It's a good um, game. They just had the 20th anniversary of it, which blows my mind that it's been 20 years. I know. So yeah, I, I'm th- I'm thinking some uh, Super Mario RPGs in order. Yeah, I think so. The Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover <laughs> Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, what are you guys playing? I am playing The Division, if that's a surprise to anyone. Hey-o. Hey-o. Uh, <laughs> but I think we're going to... I've been playing it, too, of course. Yes, and we're going to talk um, a little bit about... That's Mike, my topic. Mike, you played it a, bu- a bunch. I sure did, yeah. And so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to save our, our Division talk for yes. a little bit later on. All of it. 100% of it. Of it. Well, so, so if, if you talk about the division at all, Adam will slap you. It's true. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. Okay. It doesn't matter that we're in different uh, cities, different states. No, nope. I'll find None a way. Of that matters. He'll find a way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you guys playing anything else? Uh, well, yeah. Let's see. Am I playing anything else? Mm. Um, I have been playing a little bit of Heroes of the Storm, just a teensy bit. Of course, of course. It's it's um, a given. Yeah, it's 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 a gibbon. It's a it's a, gib- a monkey. Uh, it's a gibbons. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm really silly tonight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, that's it. I think uh, the the division is one of those all encompassing games. Mm. So that's pretty much all I have time for. Yes. How about you, Mike? Um, playing Broforce, which is super fun. Oh, I played a little Broforce. What do you think? I think it's pretty fun. It's more it fun, fun right? when you're playing with friends. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, mm. I kind of wish there was a way to pick your bro, but... Um, oh, man, yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? Have you been Ripley from I have. Alien? Yeah. That one is... That's pretty epic. Yeah. Because they're all dudes, and then all of a sudden, you're you're a girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you there's, still there's look other just like the, the dudes, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you and your biceps are just as huge. By the way, did you know if you press <laughs> R1, you will just flex for a while? Yes, it's pretty great. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> i've i i've only played the a little bit of a demo of that one i haven't really uh, we gotta hop in it's jumped the full into player it. yeah. multiplayer it'd be a good time yeah that's awesome um so. i i also played a little bit of division 
Mm-hmm. You know? Just a mm-hmm. little bit, though. Just, just well, uh, <laughs> five, five to six hours, somewhere in there. Yeah. Mm, that's like not even scratching the surface. Okay, I'm just Mike. saying. I'm just saying. I mean, uh, and then I, a couple of weeks ago, there was a, a PSN sale, and the Arkham Knight season pass was like seventeen bucks or something like that. Mm, so I thought, yes. you know, at seventeen dollars, I'll go ahead and I'll pick it up and I'll, I'll see what's what. How much yeah, is that not? off the full price? I I haven't looked at what the full price is recently. I thought the price was forty dollars. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. might it okay. might be thirty. I'd I'd have to Google. So that's more than half off. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think you're right though because if you bought the ultimate edition, it was a hundred bucks. Yeah, so that. I think it, I think it was forty dollars for the full season pass. At least you know at the time that it came out. Yeah. Um, and the content is is really a mixed bag. Um, some of it's pretty good. Some of it's like not great at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the, some of that content um is like maybe ten minutes long for some of those episodes. Like it's really short. Man, that's um, crazy. So yeah, I, I wouldn't really recommend paying full price for it, even if you're a huge Batman fan like myself. Um, however, uh, playing through those um those episodes that you get and and the additional content um really kind of rekindled me to go back and and get the platinum for that game. So I spent the last week getting all of the trophies, and now all I have to do is is beat the game over again on New Game Plus. Oh, and I'm good to go. There you go. So platinum coming in about a couple, maybe a couple days. Sweet. Are you Sweetness. gonna are you gonna write a little something something about it for the hunt? Um, yes. Oh, hey In you. fact, um, now that you have mentioned it, <laughs> I was supposed to post that this morning, and I sure didn't do it. So <laughs> oh. it, it will be Friday morning that I will post. Oh, okay, that. so by the time they hear this, it's already it, up. it will it will exist already. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and it should have existed a day even earlier than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good times. Good times. If you're somehow listening to this in the past, then you're probably very disappointed by this news. I yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, anything else? Um, and a little bit of of the Drake's Fortune remaster. Oh, you know, yeah, platinum running that as well. So sweet. Yeah. So, as you know, I finished The Witness. Did you though? I finished it, and it's. I don't know. Like I keep, maybe I need to change my wallpaper on my computer because it's the witness and it, all it does is it makes me think about wanting to go back and play it more. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I need to, I need to move on with my life because I became obsessed with this game. I, uh, well, first of all, it's packed end to end with just like game design genius. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, you, it's not just like doing hundreds of line puzzles, which that it certainly is, but like it's really about like figuring out how it affects the world and how the world informs those puzzles. And then, and that's how you figure out a lot of how to solve certain ones. And then on the other side of it, it's just like that sense of uh, discovery or that sense of epiphany, you know, when you, when you figure out like what the rules are for this new type of puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, I, I, there is basically, I, you know, I started playing through the game and I made a rule for myself and I recommend that anyone who plays it, uh, does this and just make, make yourself a rule that you're not going to cheat on anything that is required to beat the game. Like hmm. just, just make it through on your own wits, because even if you get stuck, like I was stuck on certain puzzles for like a half hour, an hour you know, like, Jeez. and I was just sitting there trying it, testing different theories. I mean, 
and it, there were certain ones that I came to that I was just like, you know what? There's no way. I have no clue. And I would leave it and come back to it later. And so, a lot of times I would have gained knowledge, you know, other places and come back and be able to solve it. So, um, <clears throat> It was really cool in that way. So, I mean, the game, if you, it, it couldn't have any less story. I was telling Mike, like, there's, there's, so don't play it thinking like, oh, when I get to the end, I'm going to get like a cut scene and it's going to explain everything, all my questions. Like, no, 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 no. It's the, the, it's all about the journey. It's all about like just playing it and, you know, having those little moments of like, oh my gosh. I'm the most brilliant person. I figured this thing out, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, it's, I mean, so that's what I'd, I'd say. Just, you know, if you're going to play it, don't look anything up. I mean, maybe after you after you finish it once, um, you can load up your your save or whatever and, and keep going around, find other stuff if you're still wanting to, and then look that stuff up if you if you care, if you care to. But, but yeah, just uh, because... You're you're definitely. It's not like you're you're shortcutting yourself to the ending that's going to pay something off. <clears throat> it's oh, you're short see, you're, yeah. you're shortcutting yourself through the best part of the game, which is figuring it out and and having that satisfaction. So anyway, yeah, I I uh, I loved it. I became obsessed. Uh, so Adam, my question to you is, uh, but what if you're really really dumb like me? <laughs> <laughs> well. I see. I don't. I don't find myself to be incredibly intelligent. Uh-huh. Um, Says so the guy feel- who got straight A's in high school. <laughs> <laughs> but that was. This has more to do with like perseverance and like. Actually, you know, I honestly have no idea how long I spent with this game because my phone is chock full of pictures that I snapped of my TV screen um, <laughs> just so I could like take it on my carpool and sit there with my like phone's photo editing tool and like draw, <laughs> draw on the picture and like try to figure it out in the, like, so I, I, I was playing this game as even if when it you had playing it. Exactly. So even if like, as if it had a mobile app, com- you know, component to it. And so I, like, I probably spent about 25 hours with it, I would guess, in front of the TV. And then Lord knows how many hours just like, you know, uh, just in the car or, you know, wait in a waiting room somewhere or whatever it is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) All I can say is, um, my wife is very, very glad that it's over now. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? It it, uh, it is, uh, but is uh, it? Did you solve all of the puzzles? So okay, so there, there's like, you know, you have to do X amount in order to beat it, and then there's actually like probably forty percent more game if you want to keep going. That you know, so that's the awesome thing. Like even if you can't figure out every single area in the game, you can still finish the game. Um, so that's kind of nice. Like even if you hit a wall and you're just never gonna figure something out, you you don't have to cheat. You can just go somewhere else. And then who knows? Like I said, you can come back and finish it. So, um, but yeah, anyway, I, if I have to give it a burrito rating and I do. Yes, you are obligated. I'm going to say four and a half burritos out of five. Wow. It's really high. That I loved it. Super high. I loved it like crazy. And so the, I mean, the only thing that kept me from giving it a five is because I do love story so much. And this was more like a high concept thought uh, experiment kind of a game where it's like, it's just like, 
it substitutes any kind of traditional narrative with just like that that theme of like epiphany and like science versus you know spirituality and like these kind of like very lofty themes and uh and there's you know if maybe if if they had paid it all off in some grandiose ending then it maybe it would have gotten a higher rating from me because but that's that's the kind of guy i am i love mm-hmm. story that's how it goes it's how it goes so no, I, i'm totally with you adam in fact <clears throat> because i see myself as a pretty big dummy and uh i don't i prefer story to the thrill of solving puzzles mm-hmm. um i i probably will never play the witness and, and you know that's part of me is a little bit sad about that because you know it it kind of looks like it would be fun for a little while but i just know that i would never beat it so yeah. i'm i'm just going to sit it out um so that that's what I was getting at with that question. Like, what if you're a real big dummy? <laughs> <laughs> well, so. yeah, you do have to be a fan of, of puzzle games because that's absolutely what it is. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like you can't be a fan of puzzle games that have story. You just have to be a fan of like straight up puzzle games. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so gotcha. anyway, um, and then I've also been playing the division. I don't know if you've oh, heard yeah. of this game. Yeah. Uh, but we can't talk about it though. I sure won't talk about it. <laughs> I refuse. All right. So, do you guys want to hop into the news? Oh, the news! <laughs> yes, thank you, sir. Oh, all right. So, Microsoft is taking steps to enable cross-platform play from Xbox to PC, as yeah. well as to, quote, other gaming networks. And so, when prompted for comment on a possible Xbox Live slash PSN love connection, Sony spoke, a Sony spokesperson said they'd be interested in having the conversation. Yeah. So I, do, you, do you want me to tell you what's going on here? I'm not optimistic that this will happen. Oh, no, definitely not. Okay, so but, Microsoft is like... Guys, we're losing this console generation and our the our owners don't have as many people to play the multiplayer games with. So it's just going to be a spiral out of control where uh, if it's a multiplayer game, people will just automatically buy it on PS4 because they'll automatically have more people to play it with. We right. need to do something. And then they're like, <laughs> well, we're open to the idea of cross-platform play. <laughs> PlayStation, we know you're selling more consoles than us, but wouldn't you like to lose that advantage? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so that's the thing. It's like, you know, buying the console where your friends are all playing is a pretty substantial selling point for console makers. So it's definitely an advantage that Sony is very happily exploiting right now. And it, so Microsoft, it's win-win, right? So Microsoft, yeah. they, they, they set it up. And it works for Xbox to PC, both their environments, you know, and they get to look like the magnanimous gentleman saying, oh, we'll play nice with the competitors. Well, and, and meanwhile, me... Sony has to look like they're the jerks because yeah. they want to keep their competitive edge. Well, let me just point out that there are PS4 games that let you play uh, with PC players, right. a.k.a. Rocket mm-hmm. League. Yeah. So Street Fighter Five. Oh, Street Fighter Five. It's another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and they've it, done that since the PS3 also. They I think they said since the PS2 actually. Really? I don't know what game though, but um maybe, Final Fantasy 11? Yeah, maybe Final Fantasy 11 is the only one I can I think, think of. I think that might be it. Because actually. I can remember two online games from the PS2 that yeah. was in SOCOM. <laughs> so yeah, it was I one think, of those I think it was two, Final or Fantasy. maybe both. <laughs> no, I, I think it was Final Fantasy. Yeah, I, remember, I don't think SOCOM ever had a PC release, so. 
Yeah, because I remember, David, you brought your MacBook over and fired up Portal 2 on that. Oh, yeah. And, and I was playing on PS3, and we hooked up and, and did a bunch of the co-op that way. It was super cool. Yeah, that's back when I lived on the West Coast and could actually like see you guys in person. I know. <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the days. Those were the days. Alas. So, do you remember the game Rhyme? Nope. No. <laughs> I remember the game Rhyme. So anyone who remembers the was game it about Rhyme rapping will, will find yes, it's a or it's poetry. Like, it's kind of like was? Parappa the oh, Rapper. Okay, all right. No, it's not at all. Oh. It, it actually looks a lot like an Eco or Shadow of the Colossus type game. It's got like that dreamy kind of bloom lighting and uh, exploration kind of uh, feel, and it's in development uh, with a studio called uh, Tequila Works. And apparently, it was going to be a PlayStation exclusive or a Sony published game, and apparently they have just reacquired the rights to the game um and sony will no longer be publishing oh boy and this was I, it looked like a really cool game i've talked to a bunch of people on twitter about it mm-hmm. um i was excited for it. the trade it showed really well like, i think they last showed it maybe in 2013 at e3 or something like that um we've got little trickles here and there but nothing really concrete since then um what do you make of it mike it sounds real bad i mean it's I'm trying to think of another instance in where uh, a, a company like Sony or, or Microsoft has had exclusive rights to something and then just handed them back. Um, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> so, I mean, to me, that sounds like the, the game must be in really rough shape. Um, and Sony really doesn't want their name that closely attached with it anymore. You make me sad. Yeah, <sighs> It makes me sad. And I don't know, I've, I've been trying to, it's one of those things because until somebody talks, like, who knows really what's going on yeah but i mean i'm i hear everything from like you know the relationship with sony just soured and and they wanted their rights back and sony was like fine that's here's your rights back and and you know good luck and best to you to Hmm. that the trailer that we saw a couple e3s ago was completely mocked up and that game doesn't actually exist in that state (laughs) at all right so i don't know where the where the truth of that is is somewhere Hmm. in the middle but yeah, it, it doesn't sound good for that game. Yeah. And, and this is pretty telling because that game has been developed for at least three years, I think. Wow, that's crazy. So this is this is not good news for Rhyme. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually currently so, trying to find footage of it and the earliest or the latest footage I can find is from 2014. Hmm. So it looks like we haven't seen right. it in a little while, which is yeah. that's kind of interesting. So uh, what my hope is, is that the game is actually doing okay, or may- or maybe they just needed more time than Sony was willing to give them, which doesn't sound like Sony, but yeah. I'm hoping that they, they were able to fix it and make a good game, and then it'll uh, come out everywhere, and then everyone can play it and have a good time. How many times has Uncharted been delayed now? Like, <laughs> uh, twice? No, I think it's more at least, at least three times. Three times. We'll, yeah. we'll call it three. Yeah. So, here's the top story of the week, you guys. Oh, Oh, we actually have a top story, huh? There's a top story. I feel like it's kind of okay. a big deal. Sony made an announcement at GDC this past week that oh. the PSVR hardware would release in October of this year, 2016, for $399. And I'm just going to go ahead and say that 2016 is finally now shaping up to be the year of VR. It's finally it's like, the future. It's the future now. Because up until now... There was no way I was getting into VR this year. Even though mm-hmm. my computer can technically handle both the Oculus and the Vive, I don't want to spend that much money yeah. to play VR. So Yeah, we're we're talking about for the Vive, double the price. Yeah. 
And for the Oculus, like, you know, a third more, a th- plus yeah. 33% of the price. Yeah. So just nuts. It is. It's crazy. I and mean, they both sold out immediately somehow. I don't understand how that happened either. But anyway, the, yeah. all that so, said, PSVR is out to drink their milkshake, I think. I think so. <laughs> um, if you look at, like, you know, there's some differences, like the display resolution on the Oculus and the Vive are a little bit higher. So you have their 1080 by 1200 per eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have. You know, so the two screens combined is like twenty one sixty by twelve hundred, um, and the PSVR is nine sixty by ten eighty per eye. So it's it's the equivalent of a single ten eighty p display nineteen twenty right. by ten eighty. Yeah, you'll um, probably see the pixels, but that's fine. Yeah. Here's the deal: you know, the Oculus and the Vive are like the upper class version of VR. Yeah. Whereas the PSVR is like you know the one for us petty middle classers. You know what I mean. <laughs> So yeah. who have an like, extra four hundred? This is the one that people are actually going to be able to to get to you know? to afford. Yeah, assuming know, Sony can make enough of them. Obviously, yeah. No, yeah. I think they're going to sell really well. I, you know, just just you know, talking to people on Twitter this past week, um, it really has been. Every, there's a lot of excitement about that price point. I mean, of course, we would have loved it to be lower. Yeah, and I of course, that does come with a couple caveats. Which yeah, is, personally, I would only. Uh, be happier with the price if go ahead adam if it came with the camera the camera which mm-hmm. it doesn't it, does. it doesn't I, so apparently it requires it so yes it does so if you don't have the camera you know it's an extra 60 bucks i have a camera oh, so i'm wow. happy about that wait why do you have a camera <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know i got it for christmas like right after i got my ps4 and oh. I was like, sweet this is awesome like <laughs> we played some of like the the kids you know they loved it for the motion so, yeah. kind of like playroom games and uh you know aside of aside from that i haven't used the camera much except for to like log into my ps4 because <laughs> what it does <laughs> is it, it does facial recognition and it sees your controller in your hand and it's like oh this guy wants to play a game and, oh, it, and it, it logs cool. you into your account i didn't even know that was the thing yeah so it does that and it's got the microphone so you can chat you know directly through the camera if you want instead mm-hmm. of having a headset in um so there's there's always that but um but yeah this is actually it's actually going to pay off now because playstation vr yeah, so that's you, you are ahead of the game, my friend. Indeed. And now I only wish, because on the PS3 era, I came like so close to buying PS Move controllers because <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wanted to play the Sports Champions game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up not doing it. Thank you, Mike, for talking me out of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In <laughs> hindsight, kidding. you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, so <laughs> no, I think it was one of our conversations where you were just like, you know, I'm not getting it and here's why. And I was like, he's right. I'd be a fool. I'd be a fool. He he usually is. <laughs> He's usually a fool. He he usually is. He says of himself. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I I mean, I, the camera is is a factor. But I want to say a while back, uh, and I don't I don't think this was me exclusively. I think as a group. I, in fact, I think Adam, you might have been the one to predict the exact price. I, I'd have to go back and listen to our previous episodes, which I won't do. I, um, I do. I, I think it. I think we were chatting about it like two, three episodes back, and I mm. said I think it was going to be three ninety nine because of that comment that it was going to be the price of a console, mm-hmm. and and so yeah, I was I was tickled pink when it when it was <laughs> yeah three ninety nine, and one <laughs> one <pink>? thing <laughs> why not tickled till my my <laughs> my flesh turns pink. I don't know oh, what that yeah, maybe saying your cheeks means. Turn rosy 
because you're you're laughing. You know, because oh, of all the giggles. Yeah, yeah. There you yeah, go. That's probably it. It's a very manly saying. Yeah. So pre-orders <laughs> uh, are not available for this yet. Which they are in England. Yeah, in England, yeah, which is weird, right? Friend <laughs> yeah. of the show, Tom Titus Hughes, has already pre-ordered. He's ready to go. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know if that's just like an Amazon thing or maybe they were like trying to gauge demand, maybe, and like know how right, much they need to like ramp up the, manufacture. And, and you know, I assume that if you were to stop into a GameStop today, they would probably take your pre-order because that's just yeah, what they'll true. do. <laughs> uh, I'm pre-ordering. Like, Amazon. do you want to GameStop? Like, you want to pre-order PS5? I'll take your money. <laughs> I'll take your money. Sure, I yeah. want all your money. Can I just have all your money? <laughs> um, and do you want a strategy guide? You're gonna need a strategy guide for that PS5. <laughs> But it, it, it makes me it makes me wonder if the closer we get to the date and they actually start, you know, um, legitimate pre-orders get announced, if there'll yeah. be a version of this that's bundled with the camera for maybe a little cheaper than the regular price of the camera, which is what, 40 bucks? Maybe. I, I'm guessing it'll be... Go ahead. Yeah, it's 60 bucks. So I'm, I'm assuming if they do a bundle, it'll probably is be four, 60? 450. Yeah. They'll probably knock 10 bucks off the camera and say, Sometimes oh, you can get the whole thing sale. for 450. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so what if, okay, this is like a horrible scenario, but what if the PSVR gets closer? Bucks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What if the PSVR gets closer to release and they're like, oh, sorry guys. You know what? We didn't, we forgot to tell you this. Uh, the old PS4 camera wasn't high enough resolution for our tracking. <laughs> you got to get another new. You're going to have to get a new webcam too. That would like, I yeah, think that would immediately I, remove all interest. In no, that. I don't, I don't see that so mad. Cause that's yeah. like you take all the goodwill out of your audience yep oh one thing i'm worried about though is playstation move controllers skyrocketing in price because right now you can get one for like 25 bucks mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we were kind of talking about that today about maybe buying some right now i was like you know i better buy them now before the demand ramps up and they decide they get wise they start charging like 40 bucks for them again yeah that's a good <laughs> idea i'm probably going to get the webcam and the controllers bef- way before yeah. october that just, doesn't hurt just to get ready you know and then you know you can play sports friends so uh yeah maybe i won't but sports friends you know. is awesome yeah, sports uh, friends is fun okay so and here's another thing with vr i know okay so i was watching a guy was playing minecraft in vr and he posted it to youtube i think it was on um i think it was on kotaku's youtube channel wow that yeah was i read about this but I, I didn't see the video um, so what, what was it and he was uh or was it no it was polygon it was polygon sorry i just want to make sure i get my sources right Yes. Um, he, so there's two modes. There's the mode where you're like sitting on a couch in Minecraft and then you're looking at Minecraft on the TV, um, which is interesting. Like he's sitting, hmm. so he's basically like sitting in a, like little Minecraft house and then playing the game on a giant TV in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so that there's that mode and then he could push a button and the game world would like envelop him. And he could like be moving around, so his left stick would be like walking around. And then, man, he was like in the mind, man. <laughs> That's right. He was like totally <laughs> in the mind, and it was mind. Was he was blown. like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no. So he said, you know, hey, this looks really cool on video, but let me just tell you, every time I was walking, I was on the verge of throwing up. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. And and he's he pointed out this is he's he's not the kind of guy that gets motion sick, uh, right? Like ever for anything. And when he whenever he used the left stick and he was like moving around like you know f- you know in Z space, 
mm-hmm. he was like feeling completely queasy the whole time. Oh, that, and then you, as soon as he would stop, he would feel fine again. Do you recall <laughs> which which headset he was using? Uh, I think it might have been an Oculus. Yeah. Oh, well, it, but it was, you know, it was but a Microsoft Minecraft, demo. Minecraft, to be fair, is not built for VR. It's this got that. True. It's got that crazy bouncing as you walk. <clears throat> well, you know? no, no, so that was turned off though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, because I, I would imagine that would make me barf too. Yeah. No. So this is a thing. Um, in most first-person games in general, you are moving like thirty miles per hour. Like mm. they're like humans don't go that fast ever. So uh, games that let you go that fast, which is basically all first-person games, will make you feel sick. And and I didn't believe this. I didn't want to believe this. Actually, friend of the show, Nicholas Wagner, was telling me about this. And I'm like, eh, maybe it'll make some people feel sick, but not <laughs> me. I yeah. never feel sick, <laughs> ever. You know? And then this yeah. guy just confirmed my suspicion, or confirmed Nick's, what Nick told me, which I should have just believed him in the first place. Sorry, yeah. Nick. But, uh... <laughs> He, he he's said, next, he, Dave has been calling you a liar on the show, left, right, and center. <laughs> no, I never said that on the show. He said, I called a him a liar to his liar. face. <laughs> okay, but, well, that's good. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so he said he, he was the only reason he was walking around so much was to try to like push through it, and he mm. never did. So, so that's, <laughs> that's a bummer. Rough. And that like makes me really sad because what I want from VR is to sit on a couch and like move my head around a little bit, and like I'm just in a world you know moving in you know, a world use left stick to, <laughs> in a world where you can sit on the couch but walk around that that's like the dream right like to just right. sit down but be walking around that's the dream <laughs> so <laughs> so uh it just makes me sad that it seems like the most uh incredible like the most immersive and l- least quiz inducing <laughs> is are are the ones where you when you move in real life you move in the game so like there's a portal is it portal i think it's portal there's a portal demo that valve made which they made a game like yeah. sort of oh yeah, yeah, I I saw that. yeah they kind of sort of made something yeah uh and that that uses the vive where that's like a room tracking you know technology and mm-hmm. so like the person like walks around in a real space Mm-hmm. and you know interacts with things and that looked actually looked really fun i watched the entire demo like someone else playing it and uh i mean i would totally play that but the bummer is i'm gonna have to be like up and moving around and also my living room isn't very big so i may not be able to ever do that you know in my own place yeah but anyway that's the that's a bummer to me that it seems like the best vr is the standing up and moving around vr yeah so, yeah all well, this rant to of, say, I'm really excited about the PSVR guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, on on that exact note, though, I don't I don't want to talk for VR for too much longer for everyone that's not that interested in it. So I'm not boring. But them why, death. guys? Why um, are you not interested? I don't know. Um, I think that everyone not interested is just like uh, maybe they get motion sick. Maybe that's... see, I'm I'm interested, <laughs> but I'm I'm a, I'm a wait and see kind of guy. Yeah, what? which is which is easy for me because Have Adam's going to buy it regardless, dreamed? so I can just play it at his house. Yeah, no, no, I haven't. Dreamed, I have not. I have not always dreamed of VR. What? <laughs> I, Ever since I don't know, the Virtual just, Boy. <laughs> Ever since that Virtual Boy, it, it, it scarred me. <laughs> and, and by me, I mean like my retinas. Like they're scarred. Um, no, but uh, kind of on on the mention of like you know moving around something like the Vive kind of being um, perhaps one of the best ways to experience VR. Yes, um, I don't have the article in front of me, but but I saw Polygon um, put out an article today saying that that the PlayStation VR actually does support like room scale experiences where you move around. And so potentially yeah. some of these high end experiences that you're, that you were seeing like advertised for the Vive 
could potentially be ported over for PlayStation VR, which would be pretty they cool. They could be, except that the <clears throat> PS4's hardware is way more limited than the PCs that are minimum, minimally <clears throat> required to run VR. Like, both the Vive and the Oculus require super beefy computers yeah. to run. Um, and, like, super beefy computers are, like, twice as powerful as the PS4. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it would be, like, PS4 VR is going to be really fun, but it's not going to be super photorealistic. So, that, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's an expectation that should be tempered, yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I, no, I think and, that's and fair, because you have, the, the you know, the processing box is not going to add any processing, or the, the video, you know. Whatever or the, it is, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, the box that's attached to your VR goggles, <laughs> it doesn't handle, you know, uh, you know, extra processing power, you know, for the uh, for the PS4. So, you're, you're relying on that same hardware, but now you're rendering it twice. Mm-hmm. And you are at a rendering much it frame rate. at yeah ninety to one hundred and twenty frames per second. So yeah, I mean, r- usually that that is all directly going to correspond with losing detail in the mm-hmm. environment. So in fact, Sony uh, came out today. Uh, today is Thursday. Uh, what is the date? Um, Saint Patrick's March Day. Eighteenth. Yeah, Saint Patrick's, Patrick's Day, Day. They came out and said that any we will not approve any game that runs lower than 60 frames per oh, second yeah yeah that was like their their senior staff engineer yeah uh, chris norton yeah so so yeah anyway the games are going to be they're not even going to look as good as like you know single or you know single screen games that you play on your tv even so yeah no yeah but yeah. the cool thing is it's that these experiences will be built you know directly for that device you know for um you know, for a VR experience, you know, not for like just any old game is going to run in this thing, even though that's possible. Like you said, Mm -hmm. with the Minecraft thing where you're sitting in a virtual room and there's this massive TV in front of you. Yeah. Well, there Um, is that mode that you'll be able to play every PS4 game, like basically in like a theater mode. Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, really cool. Like, especially because, you know, that would be an alternative to remote play in a certain fashion. Like if someone wanted to use the TV, you could use the PSVR as like a virtual. I um, hadn't even considered that. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's really cool. Um, and you don't have to play, you know, you'd have all your buttons you know, it wouldn't be like, you know, remote play on the Vita. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Sold. Sold. So this leads us right into our community question. Oh, right. For into, okay. The Twitter questions. So um, I I put it out there on the tweets. It said PSVR's three ninety nine price tag worth it or no? And so the overwhelming majority, I'd say it's sixty three percent said it was worth it. They're in at that hmm. price. And then you know thirty seven said no. So you know it's a little bit better than a sixty forty. Uh, split in favor. Yeah. So that's that's pretty good numbers considering yeah. how big, uh, how massive our audience is. And then yeah, our, our um, is huge. You know, it's almost every PS4 owner, <laughs> almost right? all of yeah. them. <laughs> so, so, um, anyway, so yeah, that I f- I found that pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. I think for the most part, people are pretty pleased about that price, especially given pleased you as know, punch. It's just like what happened with the Xbox One when they announced that price and then PS4 came in under it. You know, it's like it just yep. instantly wins a, a lot of goodwill that you're going to get a comparable device, if not a superior device in the case of PS4, uh, hardware-wise at least. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, at a lower price. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And uh, so Brad B says, I really can't say anything on the PSVR price. He says to me, it depends if the experience delivers or if it is another connect flop. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Burn, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Kimmy D says, since I can actually afford $3.99, I'm going to say worth it. All right. Yeah. You know, right on the money there. Right on the money. Philippe, good pal Philippe. He says, still expensive for most people, but it's new tech, cheaper than the other VR headsets and aimed at console owners. Good price. Nice. And then good old Ramon. Good old Ramon. Good old Ramon. He says, VR hype equals one out of five burritos. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Sounds like somebody has motion sickness. (laughs) (laughs) He said, okay, so he didn't stop there. VR hype equals one out of five burritos only if that one burrito had been sitting out in the sun all day and had been regurgitated by a rabid dog. Yeah, he definitely has motion sickness. (laughs) (laughs) all right our first official twitter question of the evening yes mm -hmm. comes from our pal casey he says yeah if you could reward or punish the other (laughs) super best friends by forcing them to play a game what would it be uh my answer for mike is uh final fantasy 7 i already bought i've been playing it it's just not very good so i'm gonna i'm gonna take that as a punishment yeah and that's your reward, Mike. I don't think it is. <laughs> Guys, what would you make me play? Okay, so as a punishment, I'd make David play indie hit Hotline Miami. Oh, and then, oh that's a reward right there. And then he'd oh. slowly realize over the course of his punishment that it was actually a reward and okay. that he loves it in all indie games. I played like five minutes of that game and got so bored. No, oh my gosh, impossible. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And for you, Mike... I'd say for the reward, you get to play Corona Trigger. Okay. You know? I mean, yeah. Wait, there's no reward. Oh, it is. There is a reward one too, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. It could so be. That's your reward for your punishment, Mike. <laughs> you must play the Devil May Cry reboot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's so good. And you oh. cannot skip cutscenes. Can I matter mute, of fact, can I mute the audio? No. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a true not. punishment. How would you know what was going on in the story, Mike? i can't deal with it okay (laughs) um on on that note then uh adam if i had to reward you with a game i'm gonna make you finish chrono trigger okay and you're gonna enjoy every second of it yeah there you go all right and david would be rewarded with final fantasy 6 the other the other greatest game ever made (laughs) No. So you would find out so it's, much, and it'd be so worth it. No, it's a, uh, just a rich experience, and you'll and you'll I you'll think, come away a better person. I think Mike didn't understand the question. <laughs> no, because there are punishments here. <laughs> okay, um, if I had to punish, I would say that Adam, you'd have to play superman for the n64 which is just gonna be an eternity of flying through rings in a very brutal polygon yeah it's so foggy oh man and it's so dumb just fly through tons of rings all the time (laughs) when when did superman ever fly through a ring that's what i want to know yeah i don't i don't know he never did yeah i i'd wager david yeah I, i had i had trouble picking because uh-huh. there are so many awful games on the Philips CDI. <laughs> oh, 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 gosh. <laughs> but I went ahead and just the entire uh, Zelda series on the Philips CDI. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh gosh. If uh, you haven't if you haven't ever watched the YouTube of the uh of the cutscenes from the Philips CDI Legend of Zelda games. Oh man, they are amazing. Well, you need to go look at those. I actually would probably enjoy that. They are so yeah, funny. Well, you would enjoy the cutscenes, but I think the rest of the game that you had yeah, to play through would be not so yeah. enjoyable. Fair enough. Yeah, what what's the guy's name? The uh the angry gamer? Oh yeah. Uh I think that's it, isn't it? Cinemassacre is the, yeah, the channel, I think. And he, he no, played... Angry Video Game Nerd, I'm sorry. Angry yes. Video Game Nerd played that, and oh my gosh. It, you get such a great look at how terrible the <laughs> games they were, <laughs> and how wonderfully awful the uh, the cutscenes are, so... We'll post a YouTube video or something when the, when the episode posts. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so I'm not going to lie, guys. I didn't have time to like think about this question in advance. Okay, just wing it. So I'm just going to wing it here. Uh, Adam, I would reward you... Uh, by wiping your memory and having you play The Witness again. Oh, man, that would be amazing. <laughs> you know, on that note, I got to say, I, if I just wait a little while, I'm going to forget everything about those puzzles because it's, I mean, I will still remember probably a lot of the rules, but like ha- actually solving them, there's no way you could remember all that. It's like hundreds and hundreds nice. of puzzles. So, all right, so I could definitely play that again. basically realistic then. Yeah, there you go. I'll um, do it. And then, I accept. <laughs> okay. And then I would punish you by making you play basically anything on the Virtual Boy. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes. That's like eyes. a physical punishment, yeah. yeah it really is. <laughs> uh, like back and in Mike, the Virtual Boy. Uh, Mike, I would reward you, uh, let's see here, by uh, helping you play a little more of The Division, I think. Ooh, there you go. Or maybe even Destiny. I, I, th- I think... <laughs> I think someone is owed a slap at this point. <laughs> no, I just said the name, the division. I well, didn't say... because I can't respond to it without talking about it. No, to you do don't that. have to talk there about it. Go. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're masterfully teasing this segment. I feel like we're bending segment. the rules a little bit here. <laughs> nah. So reward you with the division or maybe destiny uh, and punish you by making you play Sonic 1 through 3. Ooh. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, don't be wrong. I wouldn't be thrilled to play through Sonic One Three again, but there are far worse Sonic games you could have picked. So I'll just go ahead and well, count my I don't know any here. of those. That's true. So. You could have picked the one where Sonic turns into like a werewolf or whatever. <laughs> but I don't know that one's name, so I couldn't pick it off the top of my head. Yeah. So all right. Next question comes from Loco Coco Pops. Ooh. This is. Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah. So, he says, who's the hardest working character in games? For me, it's the guy who has to use the push bike in Trials. He pedals so hard. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? Um, uh, I want to say the janitor in Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone know what I'm talking about? No, nah, it's not ringing a bell. In the first Resident Evil game, if you, like, kill a zombie, leave the room and come back, that zombie is gone. <laughs> Oh, that's true. That's true. So the whoever's the janitor of that to, mansion? Yeah, we called man, him the janitor. We used to always talk about the janitor, how he just, oh, he, man, he's so good. He's swept through he here like the room nothing. and then forgot something, came right back, and he's already done cleaning that zombie mess. <laughs> the janitor's the hardest working character in games. That's pretty good. What do you think, Mike? <laughs> Maybe Nathan Drake? Okay. Um, hmm. And, and, and because if you've played through that series, and if you, if you haven't, you won't know what I'm talking about until you get to Uncharted 4, but... Um, I don't know anyone who has that kind of like climbing strength. So that dude has to work <laughs> it. I'm sure he's got to yeah. be like the most rigorous member of the climbing community. 
And then his so. heists always go wrong. You know, so you gotta, his, not, like, not a great heister. Yeah. No, so, no. so he works extra hard to like finish all to, you know, to get all these ancient artifacts because there's always a villain trying to get them before him. So yeah, yeah you're right. He does work pretty hard. It's true. Yeah. So true. So, I, I had I had a hard time picking on this one. So I, at first, my instinct was Mario. Right? Yeah, me too. That he's was my been inst- he's been in the business for you know ever since what 1981. Donkey he's Kong. He's always going into pipes. You know. Yeah, he's been working. He's a plumber, and we yeah. all know he's been plumbing. You know, for since- 30, 35 years. Yeah, at least. Um, and so I was thinking Mario, and then I was thinking, well, maybe the entire cast from Dust Force. All they do is <laughs> That's sweep. That's true, yeah. <laughs> all they do is sweep up leaves and dirt all day long. Um, but then I, I ended up having to settle on Little Mac from Punch-Out. Oh, wow. Because even though Doc makes him wear a bright pink jogging suit to humiliate him, he keeps training as hard as possible to be able to fight and beat guys who are obviously like three times his weight and size. <laughs> <laughs> Why so, is he even fighting them? <laughs> he's fighting guys that are clearly far out of his weight class. I mean, and you have to figure who, who is it? Uh, like Glass Joe, the very first, the easiest character you can fight in that game. Yeah, is like twice your height. He's still yeah. Even that guy's a monster. I mean, that, next that, to little that man. guy oh, should man. It just on reach alone should not have been a fair fight. Yeah. And then let alone guys who are using like voodoo magic and like who are literally three times as tall as you and like ripped out of their minds. And then Mike Tyson, (laughs) don't forget he has to fight Mike Mike Tyson. (laughs) Who can move faster than the speed of light. There's just like a quick flash and then he's punched you already. (laughs) It's like, yeah, little Mac, he's got to be the hardest working. So there you have it. I agree. That's a good, that's a good one. (laughs) <laughs> Forrest writes in he says would you guys rather eat pizza or a finished copy of Uncharted 4 oh no I mean I and don't want to eat and- <laughs> so I mean he, he later wrote in and clarified play a finished oh, copy oh, of Uncharted oh. 4 oh. <laughs> I, oh man I didn't even catch that <laughs> I, I'd almost want to eat the finished copy of Uncharted 4 on YouTube, just like, while everyone's like, no, I want to no, play it. it. And you're just play like it. chewing it slowly while staring no. into the camera. Why? But, <laughs> but I guess my, my answer has to be, I would, I would gladly forego a pizza dinner to play Uncharted right now. So. Yeah. Well, is this a, for all time? This is this is my, thank you, Dave, this is my question. Like, do I get to just play it for an evening and then I have to give it back or... Is and this also, like do I have to, to give up pizza for all time? I, I wouldn't think so. That's just unreasonable. Okay. Because if it's like, I get to play Uncharted once, like maybe for like an hour, or eat a pizza, like I'm just going to go and eat the pizza. Like I'll play Uncharted yeah. when it comes out. It's fine. I agree. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and th- I'm not making any deals like lifetime bans on pizza. That's insane. Okay. Yeah, then uh, I would definitely rather play a finished copy of Uncharted 4. I, I assumed the question was, would you rather be able to eat pizza or <laughs> be able to play Uncharted 4 right now? That's how I interpret it. And if that was the case, I would rather be able to eat pizza. <laughs> here's here's the twist on the question. Okay. I would gladly forego the eating of pizza for the entire duration of the game if I could play it right now. Yeah, but then I'd just play it in like one or two sittings. Yeah, I would play it over like <laughs> a week or two and then there you go. Then it's yeah. then it's back to pizza and, and loving back life. Back to pizza. Yeah. So there you have it. Yeah, there there you have it. Just man writes in not just illa not to be confused with just illa just man all right writes honestly 
I couldn't stand Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, boy. Although I played on PS3 and was late to the party. Are there any popular games that you didn't like? No, never. Mm. I liked them all. <laughs> Any t- mm. Anything people tell me is good, I love. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got an answer for this question. What is it? Uh, I didn't like Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh, yeah. In yeah. fact, you know, I didn't... I, I know I people didn't soured on that. A lot yeah. of people soured on it after the fact, yeah, but I, you soured while playing it. Yeah, I, I just got really bored and I just never finished it. No, I get it. I, I remember finishing the game and like loving it and then completely finishing it. And then like <clears throat> maybe a couple months later, I didn't have that many games for my PS3. So I popped it back in and tried playing it again. I was like, actually, I don't really like this game that much. I think I was just, I was just so hyped up about a new PS3 and the new Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah I, that was my me. first PS3 game. So yeah, because I bought it the day Metal Gear came out, and then I played it, and I was just like on cloud nine the whole time. <laughs> now I haven't gone back to try to play it again. Um, it's, I mean, I I can't say it's my favorite of the series, but I I liked it. You like it, okay? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I loved that like the tailing section. It was very cloak and dagger. I don't um, think I got that far. Oh, well, the only thing is. After that scene, there's like a terrible motorcycle chase scene where you have to, <laughs> it loads like you, <laughs> because they didn't bother to like build a new like sub engine for mm-hmm. a motorcycle chase to occur in, in that environment. It, it, you will do this chase scene and you race through like a few blocks and that's one area. And then it has to load the next oh, section no. of the chase. And this happens like every probably one to two minutes oh gosh (laughs) you're you are way overestimating it It is (laughs) it is much closer probably like 30 seconds or less it might be actually 30 seconds every 30 seconds it has to load and you're like come on come on i don't know if you remember this about about metal gear solid 4 but those load times were no joke oh yeah and it had to install three different times you remember that wow Because you, you play Act 1, and then it uninstalls everything that it was there and installs the next hunk of game. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and each one of those installs takes like 20 minutes. It takes forever. You have to watch Snake sitting there smoking. Now, I that's enough Metal Gear Solid 4, though. I think... <laughs> <laughs> what's your answer, Mike? No, not Metal Gear Solid 4. Um, or no, it was 4. Never mind. I don't know what's wrong with my brain. <laughs> so, yeah, something that probably immediately, immediately clicks, especially with all my friends, is um, is Destiny. I mean... It was okay. I didn't. I didn't really like it that much. You didn't um, but play it. Every I did play it. <laughs> you played the beta. <laughs> I played it. That does not count. I'm sorry. Game. I I forfeit your answer. <laughs> <laughs> I reject your answer, Mike. D- You're disqualified, Mike. Fine. I'm, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> His hands are tied, Mike. So I reject I've talked it. To, I've talked about this before, and I know it will make people just lose their minds. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> I did not, I, I was not blown away by Super Metroid. Oh, man. What? And Wait, hold yes. on. We, have we ever talked oh, about this before? Man. Yeah, we, we talked about it before. I, I also blocked this it. out in, in, in yeah, just I sheer think, rage. I think so possible. I meant I was like, yeah, yeah so exactly. this will in, enrage pl- probably plenty of people. And, and, and so that's enraged. okay. And that is okay. Because <laughs> I realize I'm in the very small minority here. But I played it years and years and years later. I played it maybe last year or the year before. Oh my gosh. Um, because I didn't own a SNES back in the day, you know? So everyone, I I remember hearing on different podcasts, different, you know, shows, people always listing it in their top games of all time and stuff. So I wouldn't go that far. I went into super Metroid with crazy high expectations and 
I started playing it and, and like, I, I don't get me wrong. I understand its importance, you know, at the time it came out and like why so many people played it back in the day and loved it because, you know, at, at the time there's nothing like it or very little like it. Um, and so, but then, you know, having played it and going back kind of like what Justin's talking about here, how he, he went back and played Shadow of the Colossus years later when it was re-released on PS3. Um, you know, I, I played it and I just, my expectations, like, you know, like, like his probably were, were just so high, um, from all the talk and the story didn't grab me and the, the gameplay was fun. It was, it was a very solid gameplay. There's no, no, nothing to dispute there, but like, it was just not like, I just was not choking on my own words here. I don't know even what to say. I was just not blown away by it. And like on an earlier podcast, I said, honestly, I like guacamelee better than super Metroid. Oh boy. That's fine. Like I'm with you there. I'm, I've twice platinum guacamelee. It is a solid it's, piece of it's art. It's a fantastic game. Um, but man, I mean, I, I, know, I don't even know. I that. know, Mike. This is why I'm this is my answer. I'm going to slap you in the mouth tomorrow morning. <laughs> this is why you should go back in time, Adam, and buy a Super Nintendo. I know. I'm sure it probably would have been my one of my favorite games of all time if I played it in the moment. It's at the still time. good. But yeah, no, I don't dispute that it's good. I think it's the a mechanics good game. are all solid. Everything's there. Yeah, I think but it's there's a no good story, game, but really. it didn't. It, yeah, it just didn't grab me. I didn't get invested, and I didn't like fall in love with it like like I was expecting to. So I was like a letdown. So there you go. I actually kind of forgive you, Adam. I I was really mad, but <laughs> you made a solid case. So I'm actually mad at both of you now. <laughs> no <laughs> excuses for him. Well, the good news is you can never slap me. So don't, don't all right, say that. and then <laughs> and our buddy Jeremy writes in with a game recommendation. He says, "Sup, dudes!" With Sup. a lot of O's. There's a lot of O's, and he says, <laughs> "Is anyone playing Salt and Sanctuary on PS4? Nope. Lots of Dark Souls style fun and couch co-op. Later's yeah, so not yet. But um, after I saw that tweet, I went and, and YouTubed it, and man, that game looks amazing. <laughs> it looks really good. So if you're not familiar, uh, it's a really cool looking 2D RPG slash Metroidvania style game, uh, mashed up with kind of like Souls like difficulty. Um, so yeah, it looks really fun though. So but the part listen, about this guy it, over here, like, oh, I love all these games inspired by Metroid, just not Metroid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know what it is. The, the yeah. part about it that I don't like is that it's like Dark Souls in its crushing difficulty. Because, mm. you know, in, in the same vein that I'm not like super smart, I'm also like kind of bad at video games too, <laughs> in general. Gosh. What are you doing on this podcast? I don't know. You guys asked me and I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun, guys. I don't like video games. Not good at them. I mean, I love staying up until 2 a.m. on a work night. <laughs> And all that fun stuff, but uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm bad at video games and I'm dumb, and so <laughs> Dark Souls games and The Witness don't really appeal to me. I think. Oh, there you go. So, well, to each his own. You know, yeah, not to, everyone's to gonna each, love every, every kind of game. No, Adam. To each my own. You have to, to each, like to d- to each David's own. <laughs> you have to like what I like, and that's it. <laughs> all right audible is offering the listeners of this podcast a free audiobook of their choice and a free 30-day trial membership just go to audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs and choose from over 180,000 audio programs download a title free start listening fun and easy and good to do good to do so i'm going back guys i'm going back going back to ready player one 
again? recommending again? yeah again and again i i will keep plugging this book until everyone has read it or listened to it i'm gonna wait for the movie so ready player one by ernest klein hop on audible and get it for free because that book is amazing i loved adam, it adam i don't want to spoil the movie well no this will you'll love this and then enough time will go by that you just like itching to see the movie when uh, it comes out i don't think there's see, that's time why i'm left. already itching so there you go <laughs> i'm itching all over itching you don't even you don't even want to know david okay well you're right i don't want to know but so yeah so anyway it's too. it's a fantastic book for fans of the sci-fi the video games you're even just 80s pop culture in general so there you go there you Check go out. Sorry, sorry to derail your book recommendation by the way yeah you're a jerk <laughs> i'm sure you could <laughs> i'm sure there's a audiobook of jurassic park on there like that movie's long been out and you can now read the book and not worry about spoilers. So, although that, yeah, that book is nothing like the movie. So yeah, there, well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff they took from, you know, for the, for the screenplay, but there's a, so much stuff. There's a lot of really cool scenes that are not in the movie, but yeah, forget all that. It's all about ready player one <laughs> by Ernest Klein. You can check that out on audibletrial.com slash SPF VGS. That's audibletrial.com slash SPF VGS. You were like, forget about all that. (laughs) (laughs) So, topic. Oh, topic times. Meat and potato time. Meat and potato. Uh, So, guys, it's my turn to do a topic. Yay! And uh, my topic is, like, super easy. And it is... Guys, why is The Division so good? Why is The Division so awesome? Well, I I think the shorter answer is because it's not that great, but... Well, you know, I, I had a feeling that was going to be your response, uh, so I decided to get some cold hard facts to go with oh, why it's so good. I'm so glad. <laughs> good. I'm glad we have facts to back up. I'm glad opinion. we stopped talking about Destiny nonstop just in time for The Division to come out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, uh, in case you were doubting The Division being awesome, I will go ahead and say that The Division has sold more copies now in the first five days than Destiny did in its first five days. Yeah, I mean, so that is definitive proof that the division is a good game. <laughs> I I would say that it's definitive proof that all the people that were playing Destiny are now playing this game but, because it's the same game. But I, I mean, wonder what those stats more. look like over at Bungie. You know, they probably yeah. see like this massive dip in the player base. Oh yeah. Well, you notice the week that the division came out, they announced finally their spring content. Oh yeah, that's coming. Like, don't forget about us, guys. <laughs> guys, we have some of these things coming too. Uh, so I don't know what voice that was. It was kind of the narwhal. Buddy, I hope you find your dad. It's kind of the narwhal from Elf. Excellent. Um, anyways, uh, it's good. I've played a bunch of it. I think I'm level 19 right now. Whoa, mm-hmm. you're, you're a madman. Out of 30. Um, it's fun. It's open world. Um, it's it's it is. There are some Destiny esque things, but actually. Mm-hmm. I would less say they're Destiny-esque, and I would say they're more MMO-esque. Yeah. Um, because basically, Destiny has like some MMO hooks in it, and uh, Division is doing that too. So, I mean, I, I think Shocking. It's, I, I feel like it's a little bit silly to credit Destiny with something that, you know, MMOs have been doing for 
10 years. That's, yeah, that's very true. So there, there, I mean, it is a new genre and we're going to keep seeing more and more of these games. Um, it's a, it's a blending of the action shooter genres, you know, and um, MMOs. And so obviously people are interested in, in seeing more of this and how it develops. Um, first off, I got to say special thanks to Mikey, our oh, pal, yeah, Mikey chill with the PS4 for hooking it up because, um, Otherwise, me and Mike probably would not have gotten to play it at all. So, thank yeah. you, Mikey. Yeah. You are the man. Yes, uh, and thank I, you very much. I went ahead and bought my own copy just because I wanted to be able to play with Adam and or Mike. Yeah. So, because uh, otherwise, you know, we wouldn't have been able to do that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, and Adam and I actually got to play a little bit a couple yeah, nights so ago. I've only played it that once outside of the beta. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we played from just like the tutorials area to the first mission or two of the, you know, Manhattan. And mm-hmm. I got to level five. I felt very good about myself. <laughs> I felt I like had, you accomplished a lot. I, yeah, I accomplished a lot. I was, I was starting to get enticed by the loot game a little bit. I was like, oh, I got some better gloves and all. Oh, I can look at this backpack. And, oh, my goodness. Look at my oh stats my gosh. going up. I got you some know? trendy skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so there were some pretty, I mean, it's, it's definitely that, that loot game, um, you know, go around questing basically for lack of a better term. Um, but, you know, the, I think if I had kind of, want to still compare it to destiny in in a certain way here because because it's the same game yes go ahead <laughs> well it's because not at all mike <laughs> it's not at all but like as far as just um the world right so destiny had this this universe that looked a lot like a mass effect type thing and when it wasn't that deep as like a mass effect universe um i was a little bummed out by that well, first of all, you are a little bit mistaken that it's not as deep as the Mass Effect universe. Oh, here we go. <laughs> there is so much lore to Destiny that you probably that doesn't don't even know. exist in the game, so you couldn't know about it. Yeah, that. <laughs> so it yeah, does I'm talking exist. About, yes, but like, anyway, I digress from that. But so basically, all that to say, I I love the world of the Division. It's like I agree. Yeah, I I love you know, running around snowed in New York, you know, that's kind of post-apocalyptic looking in certain ways. Cause there's like garbage piled up everywhere. Cause the city has been shut down essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's a gorgeous game just to, to look at. I mean, just running around even, even on PS4, I know it like the PC version, it looks even better. Um, but PS4, it looks fantastic. Um, and then I, I just prefer personally, I prefer third person you know, shooters to first person shooters in general. Hmm. And so this is really cool for me. Cause it's like, it's like that, um, that MMO shooter feel, but it's like, you know, it's third person. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. So. No, that's, yeah, that's really cool. Um, I didn't, I actually didn't even consider that maybe some people might prefer the third person perspective. Um, and it does, it does make the game different for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, you got, you can see around corners a little better, um, you know, all all these things. So one thing that a lot of people don't like about the division, uh, that I, that I've been talking to is, uh, they don't like that the enemies can sometimes take tons of bullets. Um, and you yeah. know, it's, it's funny because, you know, it's true. Like if, if the game were realistic and in some ways it is like visually, it's pretty realistic, mm-hmm. but like, you know, one or two shots to the head is going to end it, you know, like, but in this game, you can unload two full <laughs> clips at someone's head and they're still alive and fighting you. Yeah. Um, but it's true. funny because when I was playing the game, 
before I ever talked to anyone, I was like, I didn't even, that did not even occur to me that, you know, oh, this is unrealistic. I'm shooting, you know, full clips at these guys and they're not dying. I was just having fun. And, and I think the reason is because I knew going into it, like to expect an RPG, not just a shooter. And, you know, like most RPGs, like if you're playing Dragon Age, um, you are like doing damage, but you're not like, I mean, you, you're running up to people with a sword and hitting them like, you know, 50 times and then they <laughs> right. finally die, you know, which is yeah, equally and you see unrealistic. the little numbers. Yeah. You see the numbers popping up and yeah, you're doing more damage when you're doing headshots, but you're still whittling away at that overall number. The, yeah. The hit point stat, you know? Yeah. It is equally un- as unrealistic to hit someone with a sword and they don't die as well, it is to shoot them in the head and they don't die. To, to be <laughs> fair, that universe also has like, you know, magic. So sure. You yeah, can just, sure. anything, that anything that doesn't make sense, you just blame it on magic. <laughs> destiny yeah, doesn't destiny doesn't have that so I mean, yeah actually destiny does have that it's called space magic and that's space not a joke magic. it's a real thing they call it oh, space I'm sorry magic. i meant i meant the division because of the same oh. name i keep confusing them <laughs> <laughs> and the division has armor See, which knew, is their version of magic i knew so. mike was poised to not like this game <laughs> of course because he likes anything that's good so or he dislikes anything no that's no good. you had it right no, the first I time you had it. i think you had it no no, he dislike because he doesn't like the division, Adam. So of course he doesn't like everything, <laughs> anything that's good. So yeah. So I mean, basically, I, I to get back to the world, you know, mm-hmm. um, I I find the world really engaging and just like the the idea of going around and and accomplishing these missions in order to like build up my base and re-establish order and control in the city that i don't know for some reason i I know i talked about it during the beta but that's really satisfying to me Mm -hmm. um and i and i never had that same kind of feeling about the the gameplay loop of destiny um like it was yeah i was i was leveling up but i i didn't feel like i was accomplishing much as i was going through and maybe that's kind of yeah, that's the true. The world doesn't doesn't really change a whole lot around you in Destiny when you're, yeah. you know, you you went and re, you know liberated these these people, but then you don't see them anywhere in the tower or and also like seventy other people are showing up in your world doing the same thing while you're doing it, which makes you feel less important. Yeah, I, that all makes sense to me. Yeah, so yeah, I, I get so. that. Um, but however, I would like to hear more about what Mike so far doesn't like about the game <laughs> having only played about a little bit of it oh, like six <laughs> hours, about right? a little bit yeah somewhere around like six hours i think i mean i've probably pay- played at least 20 to 25 hours now at okay. this point so there's there's a few things one it's really interesting for me to hear adam talk about how much like you enjoy the world because i find that world like devoid of anything actually going on what like okay so there's there's like some semblance of a story but you're cut loose into like manhattan pretty early on and you can run for like blocks and blocks in every direction and like the city is empty there's nothing happening what game are you playing mike i mean it it is true as you're running to your missions especially the far off ones uh, it's like you're just running through these kind of empty streets but that's not true it it is Uh, it, it, it well, I mean, I'll, it doesn't I can make tell you, sense with I the ran, story, though. I ran down the streets that, you know, heading to different missions and, like, didn't run into anybody. Literally every time I'm running from one mission to another, I run into a patch of enemies that I'm going to have to fight right. that 
in like, my, I don't, I don't yeah. know what happened. In my, yeah, in, in, my, okay, in my six so maybe, hours, that never happened to me. Like, out, that as soon as I got out, out of the tutorial, I would go to missions and, like, not see a soul until, like... <laughs> or there'll be, like, one or two people, like, hanging out on the street. Well, there'll be, like, I think be that kind of makes have, like, scripted fights in them. Like, there'll be, you know, a couple of, like, police officers and go no. and help them out. And then, but then, then they leave and, like, I'll never see any of that happen ever again. Well, I'm just going to tell you this, Mike. Literally every time I'm running around from one mission to the other, I run into groups of enemies and, you know, NPCs like that need help, Mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of funny because they're like, hey, I I really need a soda. And then you give them a soda and they drop some pants for you. Yeah. Not their pants, but they just drop you (laughs) some pants. Some people do anything for a soda. (laughs) Anyway, it's a very funny concept. Um, And I I accidentally said it in a slightly uh, suggestive (laughs) way. <laughs> yeah, so that, that never, I never ran into any, like, I mean, I saw some students, so like, fighting over food and things like that, but then as soon as I'd walk up, they would just run off, and that would be that it. That is so, the game man, that is weird. very empty. Um, and heading back to your home base, I made me kind of detest the leveling, like, for that system, because it's like, oh, okay, like, I, I did some missions, but now if I want to level up, I gotta go back to my base, and I have to walk to the appropriate wing of this building and check in on the laptop in order to do the, the upgrade stuff. Like, this is, this, that's kind of dumb. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of games do that. Like in Tomb Raider, it was the campfires or, yeah, but you in know, Fable it, 3, it was but, the pause menu that you had to like walk around in, which was kind of a weird idea. Yeah, that is a weird idea. <laughs> but so with like Tomb Raider. Hey, this is Peter you. That was a great idea. <laughs> Tomb Raider is not a fair comparison because you run into like you, you find these these campfires as you progress through the game. So they're just they're along the way. It's not like you have to just keep going back to a, a central location to keep doing that. And then well, you can fast travel to that location. You can. Yeah. Granted. But Tomb Raider also is not a full open world game. So but, you kind of, yeah. it, it's, you know, I'm, for it to I be know. See, a I'm, linear game and have it in your uh, path. Apparently my experience differs from David because when I think open world, I think a world that has things like happening in it and not just like okay, city so, streets. So like <laughs> Dragon Age is open world. Okay. Uh, what exactly happened when you're running around? Like, uh, there's like enemies and straight up dragons. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so basically other than the dragons, it's exactly like the divisions open world. No, there's definitely enemies like all over the place. Like every yeah, five and steps there are enemies. in the division like, too. I okay. think you need to play more, Mike. <laughs> I don't know what game you were playing, but it's not my experience. I, I from decided the to start reading some articles online, like from IGN to see if it was just me. And apparently it's not just me, which is why that game got like a 6.7 because they said the same thing. The world is devoid well, of anything also, happening in all, it. Here's something else that baffles me about the reviews is that it seems like every platform, every publication had like put someone that didn't like MMOs on the review, which is like silly to me. It's kind of like how IGN put someone that loved Dota 2 on the Heroes of the Storm review because Dota, like Heroes of the Storm is like trying to be the anti Dota 2. So why put someone that loves Dota 2 on the review for a game that's trying to not be like intentionally not be Dota two. It's yeah. silly to me. I'm just saying I, reading the article, like every complaint he had, I completely agreed with. I was kind of like, yeah, that those are exactly my problems with this game. And okay. maybe well, I'll have to read that. I haven't read. Yeah, and, yet. And, and maybe part of that is just because the way I play games, uh, because I usually play really late in the evening. Um, I don't end up playing games co-op with very many people. And, and I that's feel a like, big problem. And I feel that like this game exactly, is, is that's really exactly devoid of like, things happening because it was designed in mind that you're going to just co-op it with people and that's going to make up for there not being, you know, quite so much story or quite so many things actually happening around you. 
Yeah, so exactly, I think, the right point to make there. Um, because really, it is designed for co-op in mind. Um, and the same that Destiny was, you know. So as you're, you know, when you're going through these these kind of like downtimes, quote unquote, as you're kind of like traipsing across town to the next mission, when you're with your pals, it's kind of like a welcome break. As opposed to like when you're alone, you're like, well, come on, come on, you know, <laughs> like, so, you know, as like David and I were co-oping the other night, it was just like, oh yeah, we're just shooting the breeze while we run across town and uh, we're talking about this and that and, and about, you know, you know, or just like discussing the environment and jacks. stuff. Doing jumping jacks. <laughs> getting swole. So, getting swole. <laughs> and so, yeah, there was like, I don't know that it was, it was like this welcome pacing uh, low point while we're you know in those kind of more empty moments so i didn't mind it with people but yeah that's a, you and know I, what? that's and a I, pretty good that's a pretty good uh, observation that i, and I haven't didn't know well i of. haven't i well thank you thank you yeah. but i haven't uh i haven't played it solo yet except for the beta and i you know it, it made sense why i kind of came out of the beta a little more lukewarm um, ah i see and in same with like you know i played a bunch of destiny i think i played the first maybe third of destiny with you and Nick and Eric and, you know, pals. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, I, I didn't get a chance to play for a couple weeks. And then by that point, everyone was like level, f you know, 500. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like, ah, well, no one, it's like, I'm dragging everyone down. So maybe I'll just play by myself a little bit, get leveled up. And I ended up playing through the, the rest of the campaign, um, solo. And all that to say, I definitely did not enjoy, the 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 last two thirds of that game nearly as much playing it solo yeah um so i mean that is definitely i mean if you're gonna play the division definitely play with people um it's 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 not one to play solo i don't think yeah i actually now i 100 percent understand why mike doesn't like the division i because don't i don't think you 100 percent get it but i think you know, I do, I think because i don't like the division when i'm by myself either 100 percent because it's, and i because almost 100 percent of the time play the division with friends or, or at least people in general. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah. there are a lot of lovely people that listen to this podcast that I'm sure would love to play this game with you. Yeah. They so, love you, Mike. Yeah. I mean, granted. Maybe, maybe you should uh, open up that cold heart of yours to some, <laughs> to some people. Uh, one, last, one last thing to, to throw <laughs> in the wrench. To throw in a wrench into... I can't speak English anymore. Uh, <laughs> we haven't talked about the Dark Zone, which I guess yeah, I'm that's the only a, one... Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about that because I've only just barely dipped my toe into the dark zone, and I know that Ubisoft is is known for kind of innovative uh, remixes on traditional you know multiplayer like yeah. Watch Dogs or Assassin's Creed does. Or um, so yeah, I was interested. What, what did you think? Because that's I, I have coworkers who are just like they are nuts about the dark zone. That's yeah. all they do. It's it's pretty fun. Um, well, first of all, it's probably all they do because they've probably beaten the game and. Once you get to like level 30 or so, you've finished all the missions. Um, and that's basically what's left is the dark zone. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of their, their version of the end game. And, and honestly, I do feel like that might not be enough. Uh, we'll, we'll see when I get to 30. Okay. Um, but so it's pretty fun though. That said, if you have some fun people that you play with, which I do, um, thanks, you can get, thanks you can, buddy. Hey, no problem. You can get a group of like four people together. Thank you. Hey, nope. You know what? Anytime. Not Mike, <laughs> though, because Mike doesn't like the game. But you and me, we're bros no, here's, for life. Here's the thing. As you, yeah, I'm, as you, I'm just saying, as you start to get into this, yeah. the dark zone 
Now, if the whole game had kind of been like that, I probably would be into it. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Jinx. Because every time I talk to anybody who's really <laughs> enjoying this game. Only Coke. And no, you know, you can't talk until I say your name. We just became best friends, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone I've ever talked to when they talk about the Dark Zone is, is kind of like, there's something going on every minute. There's all this tension. There's all this it's excitement. It's very unpredictable, which is yeah. really fun. So I feel um, like, people going and rogue. I don't know if there's missions yeah. to do in there Steal as well, but loot. I feel like if there were missions, like instance no, there missions, aren't missions. No. If, if there were, and if all the areas like in between missions in your home base were like this, you know, dangerous area, like, like the New York of this game is supposed to be, I feel like this game would be really enjoyable. That's a cool idea. Uh, maybe they'll do that for division two because there definitely will be a division two. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let, let's finish describing the dark zone for the, for those listeners at home, the intrepid listeners that have mm, made it this yes. far. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you go into the dark zone with a, a bunch of friends, or you can go alone if you're feeling particularly gutsy. And the goal is to go in there and kill NPCs in that region, which are super tough. And you definitely need friends with you to, to like, you know, take on a, a large number of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you go to these areas and you kill all the bad guys, uh, they'll drop really, really cool loot. Um, but then you don't get that loot yet. It's not over. You have right. to go to an extraction zone and have that item extracted which will clean it basically and put it in your inventory and so the extraction zone is you like set off a flare and then a countdown for i think it's either two minutes or three minutes starts and it alerts everyone in your dark zone and so you can have like particularly nefarious players like kind (laughs) of sneak up and like take out your group if you're not you know careful or they can sneak up and then help you which that's happened too yeah um and yeah it's it's just super unpredictable it reminds me of the tension while in bioshock 2 when you are um guarding a little sister while all the splicers are coming in Mm -hmm. like that and that was some of my favorite uh some of the favorite parts of that game for me like it's just there's so much tension there so yeah so it'll be fun to see where the game goes um and i'm fine with it being the kind of game where i play it really intensely for a little while set it aside for a while, come back to it for a while. Yeah. Uh, kind of like destiny is. So I, I like destiny. I really like <laughs> that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so now yeah. that I've gotten a little distance from playing tomb Raider, I'm not having those crazy, um, <laughs> tomb Raider control issues oh, yeah. where I, I kept trying to hit circle to like roll out of the way of gunfire. And then it would just like run out in the <laughs> middle of the firefight, like an idiot and get yeah. gunned down. And so I'm not having those issues anymore. I've actually gotten used to the cover system. And I, and I now I really like it, but it was, uh, I remember in the beta and it was driving me crazy. Cause I was like neck deep in rise of the tomb Raider. At the yeah. Time. No. Yeah. The so. controls are very unique to the, to debt, to the division. Yeah. I like it. Anyway, overall, I'm loving the division. I'm sure I'll give it a rating once I'm done playing it. But yeah, for me, like right now I'm thinking I'm, I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not that guy who just grinds and grinds away in the multiplayer. So I'll probably, you know, I'm, I'm really interested to see kind of where the story missions go and play all those and do some dark zone. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm always in it more for the story missions. So yeah. Cool. So Yeah. Excited. Excited times. Mike hates it. That's fine. I love you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my topic, guys. All right. Good, good stuff.
<laughs> okay, end of the show plugs for men. For mans. Check out the all new SBFVGS.com. Yeah, it's that's all right. new. I know. That's it right, improved. folks. It's been totally revamped. SBFVGS.com. It's it's basically the blog, you know, as it was, is gone. And now it's SBFVGS.com, the new and improved. So Yeah, and notice um, it's not WordPress dot something dot something. It's, I mean, it's SBFVGS.com. <laughs> Indeed. Very impressive. Very, yeah. <laughs> very official. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go to SBFVGS.com and that's where we will be uh, posting episode info and links as well as and Mike's YouTube new videos. Yeah. And as well as Mike's new recurring feature, The Hunt. When he remembers features, to post it. When he remembers to post <laughs> it, which features trophy talk and such. And then, uh, yeah, like David said, we'll be sharing our YouTube videos and other content there. Um, I'm kicking around the idea of maybe doing some burrito ratings and, and just, just short and sweet reviews. You know, nothing. That's a good nothing, idea. We should do too that. Crazy. And pizza ratings. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and also, you know, speaking of YouTube, we, you can check out our channel at bit.ly slash SBFVGSYT. Um, and you can check out our shirts and other merchandise at cafepress.com slash SBFVGS. You can also support the show for free by leaving a glowing iTunes review. A five-star review on there actually helps people find the show. And so that is awesome. That's a huge way you can help out. Or you can sign up for a free audiobook, as we mentioned, on audibletrial.com slash SBF VGS. Give us some, that just gives us a little kickback. We get a little kickback, full disclosure. <laughs> we, we don't just love audiobooks that much. We do yeah. love them, but this is a way you can support the show. So anyway, uh, special thanks to Eric Kruger uh, for our podcast logo and for his handsome face, by the way. Yeah, thank you for your handsome face, Eric. <laughs> you can find us on facebook.com slash SBFVGS and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SBFVGSpodcast. Um, individually on Twitter, I'm Barry White, B-U-R-Y-W-I-T-E. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. You can friend us on PSN under those same names, uh, except for Mike, who is Taco underscore Douglas. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, make sure to join the uh, Super Best Friends video game sleepover PS4 community so we can all chat there and play some games. So good times. That's all the plugs I have. Do you guys have any plugs? No more plugs. No, I watched Daredevil. Yes. Yeah, Daredevil season two is out now. So go watch it. I'm trying to, but you guys won't finish wrapping it up. All right. That's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Episode 39. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back every two weeks with more unequivocally correct talk on gaming. (laughs) Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. See ya! Goodbye. Was that the AOL guy? I don't know. Was it? Goodbye. They're like, hey, I, I really need a soda, and then you give them a soda, and they drop some pants for you. Yeah, you know, not their pants, but they just <laughs> drop you some pants. To, some people to, do anything for a soda. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.